David. I've been better. <laughs> like a running theme. Yeah, it's been a it's been a uh, an interesting. How was your holiday weeks. period? Oh yeah, I suppose this is the first pod since the Christmas period. Did you yeah. have a holiday period? That's three periods, four in fact, in the first minute or so. Um, I I had an interesting holiday period. Did you? Would you like me to summarise it? Was it a long you? period or it, quite a short spotted? It, the period has oh god was the, it dabby in places it was the period this is the longest period <laughs> we need to stop ever. saying the period <laughs> okay all right. oh my god okay, okay. yes the okay. holiday holiday holidays yeah it was um <laughs> so without I, I don't want to launch into misery too quickly oh right you're right? going that way so um i christmas day itself was lovely cool wonderful excellent boxing day was okay but right. not fantastic yeah and then i drove on the 27th to the midlands that's your first mistake there, a <laughs> three hour 20 minute journey yeah took me seven and a half hours of course it did because misery right complete misery my car as I got about an hour and a half outside of the Midlands, my car decided, my brakes decided to squeak to the point where other cars were looking at me as I was driving because <laughs> it was so loud. Right. Got out of the car at a service the station, like the, the brakes are like burning. Glowing red. And brake pad light has come on. Right. So I'm like, oh, fucking hell, okay, well, Brake pads, you're probably looking 150 quid, whatever. So I take it to the garage. Yeah. 700 pounds later, oh. haven't even Yay. hit the next like post Christmas payday. 700 quid, boom. Brake pads, brake disc, brake caliper, boom. 700 quid. <laughs> so I'm just like, Ugh. okay. So deal with that little, that little, you know problem succession of events get back fucking toilet doesn't flush <laughs> well, now, at your house at my get house back to your house now i'm back i'm back from the midlands i'm back in my in brighton so first thing get in go to that <coughs> boom toilet doesn't flush <laughs> so i'm like right okay <laughs> let's think about this logically so I'm fiddling around, but our, as you know, our toilet is behind a wall. Yeah, so it's not like you just in, isn't it? lift the fucking thing up. So it's like, oh. So we get in contact with the letting agent. They send a plumber around. The plumber's like, yeah, I know what the problem is. There's been a really slow leak for the past, like, five years. And basically, you've just got no water pressure at all. So you, the flush, I'm going to have to replace the flush, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So in the meantime, what do we do? And she says, she says... I'm going to leave you this bucket. Now. <laughs> straight away. What? I think. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to have to piss and shit in a bucket. So, she's like, yeah, I've left I've left the bucket there. Oh, you didn't. Um, oh, I know what you've done. And that's, that's there for you to use. So, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, I'm like, fucking hell. I can't believe I've got to shit and piss in a bucket. Now. Oh, You're there a step no. early. Oh. You know she left a bucket there <laughs> to fill up with water from the fucking tap to shit in the toilet and pour <laughs> down the toilet. Did you shit in a bucket? Well, 
No, I didn't. <laughs> because luckily, when she phoned, she phoned back to ask if she could come around and measure something. Yeah. Um, and I sort of made a joke about it, yeah. like shitting in a bucket. And she was like, no, dude, like to pour the water down. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. <laughs> and, and she ended the phone call by going, please don't shit in my bucket. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I won't. So, <laughs> Pleading with you not yeah, to shit in her bucket. Which was, and she was amazing, did a really good job. Um, then <laughs> we, get to, we get to New Year's Eve. Right. Now, okay. Fast so forward. this all this has happened before the new year has been seen in. Wow. New Year's Eve. I think. Oh, you know what? I really fancy a curry. Mm-hmm. So we think. Okay, it's New Year's Eve. It's gonna be busy, but if we get it in early, even if it's gonna take a couple of hours, we'll get it. Yeah. So about six o'clock, I phone up, or no, I don't even phone up. I go online on Just Eat, and. I order a curry. Hmm. Two and a half hours later, no curry has arrived. Two and a half. Two and a half hours later. Oh. So I'm starting to get a bit tetchy. But I'm looking on the app and the app's just saying waiting for delivery, waiting for waiting for delivery. So hmm. I try and get in contact with Just Eat. It takes me 40 minutes. Oh. I phone the restaurant. The restaurant's like, mate, we did the food like 30 minutes after you ordered it, but no driver showed up. I was like, right, okay. He's like, you're gonna have to phone Just E. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I finally get through to someone with Just E after having phone calls where it, you go through like 10 minutes on the fucking, press this for that, press and this for that. And then it cuts you off. And then, it, and then it cuts you off, but it kind of goes <sighs> click, click. And then it goes, please rate your call. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I finally speak to someone who's American. I don't know if he was in America or he was just American. Right. Really nice guy. But he kept saying, yeah, you know, it's really unacceptable that this has happened to you. And he said it once. I'm like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Said it again. The eighth time he said it, I just went, dude, I know it's not acceptable. I'm the one that's waiting for the curry. I, I have no curry in my mouth. I'm talking to you. I appreciate you keep telling me that it's unacceptable. Can you fucking do something about it? Unfortunately, there's no drivers, so uh, we're going to refund you the money and we're going to give you a £5 gift certificate. And I was like, that is unacceptable, <laughs> sir! That is unacceptable! <laughs> so... <coughs> yeah, so then I finally, on New Year's Day, order a curry from a different place. Yeah. It is delicious. As you know, and as we'll get on to later on, other things have happened in my life involving yeah. having to go to hospital for various reasons, which means I didn't really get to enjoy my curry. I mean, the stolen curries. Um, and I think, let me just double check, I do believe that, that for that little week or so is what happened to me. I mean, it's quite a week. But I didn't shit in a bucket. Good. I, mean, I I did very little in comparison. Okay. I had relatively okay luck. Great. I had no major miseries or any bad luck really before me. Not to rub it in, but it was very uneventful. Hey, man. I'm happy for you. But I did see a couple of things. Okay. So I believe it was 
Christmas Day or maybe it was New Year's Eve, I'm unsure now. But Kevin Spacey brought out a new video. Okay. Now, you remember the last one I brought to your attention? Yes. Where he was very creepy. Yes. Well, he's done it again. Okay. And he somehow managed to be even creepier. Okay. Now, I don't know if I want to play it, because I think it might get... Yeah, we don't have the copyright for it, claimed. so no, no. But basically, he again takes on the character from House Cards, he's very frank. Yeah. And although it's not named anything like Let Me Be Frank or anything like that, it's still delivered in that sort of, I don't know, pseudo-villainous way. Okay. That makes you unsure about his real-life personality. Mmm. It was called Killing With Kindness. Right. He talks about turning the other way and not leaping on people with the first thing you hear and kill them with kindness. Right. Music comes in at the end. Right. Next day, another dude who's put charges against him dies. Yeah. Motherfucker's a grim reaper. Like Well, I wanna make it clear, I think it's important to make it clear, we do not condone Kevin Spacey's abhorrent behaviour, alleged ad- abhorrent yeah. behaviour. Um, but it is there is something kind of weird and interesting about this whole kind of like you say kind of pseudo villainous version it's of himself it's mental mad. yeah absolutely mental so that was one thing I saw yeah another thing I Merry saw Christmas. Merry Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually watched a regular TV program almost okay via YouTube of all places alright have you seen the Corridor videos no now you may have seen them without knowing who made them the fake Boston robotics videos where there's like a robot soldier that goes ape shit and starts beating people up. I've no, I've no idea what you're talking about. You've not seen that. Well, that's no, fine. No, anyway, no. there is a channel called Corridor who have very, very good special effects and that's sort of been their bag. Right. Homegrown special effects people. And they made an actual series called Rush right. starring none other than Stephen Ogg. Okay. You're not as excited as I am about Stephen Ogg being in stuff. I don't know who Stephen Ogg is. Stephen Ogg is Trevor in GTA 5. He is the tall guy in Better Call Saul, who's one of the three selected to be the bodyguard that old man Mike beats up. Oh, so disappointed. <sighs> Sorry, man. Well, that's fine. I enjoyed it anyway. You still, okay, you, mean, you can still <laughs> tell me about it. Well, no, I just wanted to say that he was in stuff, and even though it's only a YouTube series, it's actually very good. Okay. I was surprised by its lack of budget and also budget, if that makes sense. That does make sense. Because it's obviously made for about 30p. Okay. But it looks like it was made for well over pound fifty. It's great. I enjoyed it. Fuck it, you killed it. Doesn't matter. I am really sorry. <sighs> Besides that, I just did normal Christmas stuff. Did you get anything good? Uh, I didn't really get anything amazing. My mum got something good, actually. Go on. AR Pictionary. AR Pictionary? Augmented Reality. Oh, okay. So instead of write, you know, Pictionary, you get a bit of paper, you get a yeah, card yeah. that says draw this fucking thing, and you have to try and draw it and go, what's this? Yeah. Without actually saying anything. Same same bag, but you get like a, a magic wand thing. So it's like a remote control with a ball on the end. And you literally draw in air and use an app on your phone to see what whoever is drawing is drawing. So no one else can see it except for the app. Or it gets projected onto the telly. Oh, yeah. And you can draw yourself into things. So say it's things like bow tie, instead of drawing a bloke, you draw a fucking tie and then stand there. 
and you can position yourself that's in mental. the picture. Yeah, was, I was like Pictionary in the 21st century. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. That was quite cool. I mean, yeah, that and similar to you actually, hospital trips. Yeah. I mean, do you want to go into... Yeah, we can launch into it if you want. We, may, we may as well yeah. just share that bit of information. Um, so. Well, I would, I would say this, to keep it simple, um, someone that I care about greatly um, has has been in and out of hospital for the last couple of weeks, mm. and it's been incredibly difficult. Yes, and incredibly shit. Um, I would absolutely one hundred percent because I think we need it now more than ever. Say that the NHS are are a fucking marvel, mm-hmm. and and have been absolutely amazing across this whole kind of period. Mm. Um, but the babblement is not the place where you and I... There is no sentiment here. No, we try and keep that out of this because it's that's not what no this is about. no place in this But what shed. this absolutely... What this shed is 100% for is I am sat in the waiting room of an A&E type place. Yeah. And a bloke comes in, I would peg him maybe slightly older than us, sort of late 30s. Yeah, yeah. Quite tall, quite a big dude. Tracksuit comes in with his mum. His mum is kind of old, not too old, but got a crutch. And let's say they are quite coarse in the way that they communicate with one another. Okay, very short. Yeah, and kind of angry and lots of swearing and it's all a bit sort of combative for no reason. They go Very council estate. Well, (laughs) you may want to say that. Um, I shall refrain from saying that. They were fucking Um, scum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if the shoe fits. Um, And they went up to the desk and tried to get an appointment at a place... Or say they had an appointment, but they didn't have an appointment. They were just trying their luck. Right. And uh, the guy becomes very distressed. Okay. He's not happy. Him and his mum start arguing. The receptionist has given him the form. He can't fill in the form. For what reasons is not clear until slightly later. Right. He then storms off, shouting, Fuck this. Fuck you, mum. She's like, get back here! He's like, fuck you, mum. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm sick and fucking tired of all this. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right. So he strops, then comes back oh, immediately. Of course. of course. And he says, I just want to see someone. I just want someone to see me. Is it so hard to try and find a doctor who can help me? I've got a really, really itchy anus and I'm really worried about it. Now, there are moments of symbiosis in one's life where the stars align, the skies open, and you go, that's going on the fucking podcast. (laughs) Then he carries on saying the word anus. And it's like, dude, stop saying anus. We know why you're here. And the receptionist quite quietly says to him, if you just write down suspected hemorrhoids, and he says, I can't even fucking spell hemorrhoids. <laughs> <coughs> Obviously, 
much like yourself, I start laughing. Oh man, I would have been all over the place. I started like the shoulders are going yeah. and I'm laughing. <laughs> and I just want to say like, mate, just put some Prepper H on it. You don't need to come to A&E because you've got an itchy anus. There's a dude over there with a fucking hole in his head. You don't have to be here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I mean, I had, we, we had hospital trips as well for different reasons. Mm. Um, not as dramatic, but similarly as severe. But mm. there was a moment. So, other half waiting for an op. Yes. And we're waiting in a room, as you do. And everyone has their specialists come round. And you have the pharmacists come round and tell you what you're going to be taking after the operation. Anyway, long story short, the op didn't happen that day. There was a mishap in delivering the part, right. I say. But we got a visit from the anaesthetist. And, well, we sat there, knock at the door, man comes in. Kind of, uh, sort of reedy looking guy, a little bit of a hunch to him. Anyway, comes in, says, Hi, I am, and for want of a different name, Dr. Suleimani. I'm the anaesthetist. I put people to sleep. And then he shoved the card in the in her face. As if to say, this is me. Mm. And bear in mind, he's a reedy guy. Mm. Clean shaven. Looks about 50 odd. The photo is of a fat 30 year old man with a fucking afro. <laughs> She's like, that wasn't him. I don't want the fucking up. <laughs> He's some kind of crazy it, fucking. He's like a Arabian Harold Shipman or something. Oh my god! So yeah, so varied luck for different reasons. God bless the NHS. <laughs> the babblement turns forty. Yes, forty episode. A momentous. It is, and do you know what? I feel like it needs to be spoiled. Do you? Because what people listening may not realise is that this is the third time we've recorded this intro. Yeah. And I wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to let you tell a very entertaining story about whatever. But no, I'm interrupting because I'm fucking pissed off a bit, man. Yeah. I've had enough. We have ramshackle, piss-poor equipment. So if you hear any audio uh, disturbance, I'll call it, Throughout the episode, we apologise. We've tried to remove all the shit that we found. Yeah, to put it in... And again, let's, we won't rant about it, because what's the point? But, like, we've recorded some good stuff that we now can't include, because we're not going to try and fabricate something again. Yeah, there was a story about Jean-Claude Van Damme. There was. There was a story about that... The flying, t- flying goat. Yeah, and the time that I um, saw a human give birth to a pigeon... I mean, the other two are maybe believable, but that one I feel like you've gone a little bit Icarus Trail. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what the fuck, what should, we, what should we tell them? I mean, hang in there, for fuck's sake. It'll be fine, all will be well. Yeah, This is the kit, we've, I've been talking about investing in some, I mean, it's really overtly expensive, but decent... Um, podcasting equipment which tonight you know three and a half hours of recording and losing probably about an hour's worth of audio and you're only about ten minutes in yeah 
Um, I'm just going to go out and buy the equipment and we're going to have state-of-the-art equipment and stuff. It's fucking amazing. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. I said, HD. Yeah, we will. We will. I'm doing it. This is the, this is the kick I needed to just bite the bullet, spend the money, get the equipment, and we're going to sound fucking rad. Be proper pro, mate. Yeah, proper fucking pro, mate. Proper pro. Good. It's like choose your own adventure time. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon so. And this is this is time you're going to turn to page 267. And instead of having your head cut off, you're going to not bathe in glory, yeah? Yeah. Sounds good. So I think we both have stories. We're aiming for whores. We both have stories. <laughs> yeah. And we're now going to... Should we flip a coin? Flip a coin. To see who gets to tell their story. What's what's my story? I don't know the story of your life. Does that know what this is? Is this? A, I feel like you transcended the conversation. What are we talking about? I thought we were going to tell the story of our lives as an intro now, because the stories that we did tell originally we can't now tell because we don't want to fabricate. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I thought we could just tell the story of our lives. What? Just starting at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my mum and dad did a thing which is called having sex. Okay. And then approximately nine months. <laughs> See, I was going to go with my first memory. It was warm. I saw a beam of light through a very, very small space. I felt a push towards the curtain. As I made my way through, a hand reached into the chasm. I remember seeing the hand come towards me. Curtain? Chasm? I'm talking about my mum's uterus. <laughs> Fucking hell. Let's get on with the episode. <laughs> Nuns. <laughs> I don't think we can say the next bit. Isn't it weird how this absolute fucking <laughs> this, this like section of the pod now is like ongoing news about something about something. Well, this time it's nuns because they're in, an epidemic. In, yeah. First, it was the seagulls spotted all over the country. Seven nuns pictured at Seven Sisters. What the train station? So one of our wonderful listeners, Jack, listened to maybe the last episode where you uh, were talking about could well be the last you and your episode, yeah. dad seeing seven nuns peering over the wall of a yeah. cemetery. Well, Jack sent me a uh, an article from BBC News that he found after listening to the podcast. Seven nuns have been pictured at Seven Sisters Station in London by a passing commuter. Ben Patey, 33, was on a train when he saw the real-life Seven Sisters <laughs> waiting on the platform. He took the photo on his way home, telling the Express, I had to do a double-take. It was one of those strange but amusing moments. The tube in Overground Station near Tottenham is thought to be named after a circle of elm trees. Brilliant. <laughs> People have been sharing the photo on social media, with one person saying it made them irrationally happy. Someone saying like it's a heartwarming scene. Is it? It's by magic. Um, it's it's great. Like it's really good to see them. At... No, 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 no. What are these seven nuns doing? Are they the same seven nun news? 
Who the fuck are these nuns? Why are they arbitrarily going around the country? Why is there always fucking seven of them? I know. What's being done about it? Fuck the war with Iran. <laughs> Something needs to be done about Something the nuns. Something needs to be done about these nuns. They need tracking. Yes, we need to put little tags in their ears like they do with Highland cows. <laughs> oh, that's Berta. Don't worry about her. She just does that. Nun news. <laughs> nun news. Fucking nun news. Listeners, if you've got any nun news, do get in contact with us at babblementpod at gmail.com, at babblementpod on Instagram and Twitter. If you see nuns, if you've seen any nuns in your local area, if so, call the babblement hotline at 777 <laughs> <laughs> what is going on Fucking with the correlation of the world? What is happening? Nuns everywhere. Nuns fucking everywhere. <laughs> now put a seagull and a nun in battle with one another. That is that is the ultimate goal That's for the us. Pinnacle. Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your hey list, hey list, hey list, hey list, hey list. Hey list. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I go up another like one? I like it. Go up Try one more. Just hey list, hey list. <laughs> no more, no more. That's what happens when you let me do the. You get the fucking dog come out next. Yeah, door. That's true. So I think it should be your turn. Just because it's the fortieth episode. I've sung the jingle. It's backwards world. Wait, it's backwards day. So I'll go first. Okay, go on him. Unacceptable story timing. Okay. When someone decides that the time they're going to tell you a disgusting story. Okay. Is either dinner time? Yeah. When you first wake up. Okay. It's always that time. Example. Okay. I had been out of bed less than three minutes when I walked downstairs. My wife gets a phone call from her sister, who decides to tell her about a medical issue of hers because everyone has that over the holiday period. Sure. She had a blood clot on her lung. Oh, fucking hell. Right. Hang on. All right. The way you get rid of that is antibiotics, and you cough it up. Oh, okay. So, on speaker, over my breakfast, bearing in mind I've been out of bed literally, I say, five minutes tops. Yeah. I coughed it up. It was like an abortion in my mouth. I couldn't eat. I didn't want to swallow. <laughs> You're eating raspberries as well. <laughs> so, oh, I could yeah. do my god. Oh, okay. there, there you go, see? Fucking you're not eating. Hell. You'll go. I don't know if I want to. You only... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Talk about bringing down the tone. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. There's things you don't like. I don't like the fucking timing. No, but you didn't have I to like tell the, the story. But I did. It's what happens. It's life. Stop eating strawberry ready, Breck. <laughs> 
Right, mate, I've got like 10 of them. So I'll just rattle through. Best nine photos. Nobody gives a fuck about the nine best photos that you've had in your year that people have liked on Instagram. No. And they especially don't care about the best nine photos you've had in the fucking decade. No. Don't care about it. P anyone who has a bucket list. <laughs> why do you... Fuck off. Don't need do that. stuff. Um, Long-winded, self-reflective New Year posts. <laughs> I've had a really tough year this year. Nobody cares! We've all had a tough year! Oh, can I interject? I've got one. Go on. Preloading sentences with things like, oh, you're going to find this really funny. No, I'm not, because you've just said that. <laughs> you, you lined it up. Yeah, you fucked it for me. Um, things that unfold, but refuse to be refolded. Oh. Like a map. Yeah, you've or literally any, just undone this thing. Yeah, how are you not going back into the exact <laughs> position? It's like you've got to keep notes when you're unfolding it to make sure that you can put it back where it should be. Um, why do chips take so long to cook in the oven? They are called oven chips. They have been specifically designed to be cooked in the oven, yet they take... So it will take 20 minutes. No, it won't. It will take 20 minutes, you'll get them out. You'll have a few small ones that are burnt you to know a crisp. The deal. And the ones in the middle are going to be fucking frozen still <laughs> so you put them back in for 40 minutes or 20 minutes then you get them out the ones that have already burned have turned into charcoal. tiny black charcoal <laughs> and the other ones are just cooked it's like you've got six chips out of it <coughs> fucking hell I've got one go on people that decide they don't like stuff before they've tried it like food yes that does my fucking head in I yeah. don't like that have you had it before no how the fuck do you know you don't like it? Then? Yeah, I mean, ha I mean, there are some exceptions. Like what? Uh, I wouldn't want to eat. I know I'm not going to like bread that has been made from someone's vaginal yeast. Well, I mean, that's a fucking given, isn't it? What? Who the fuck is doing that? Well, I'm just saying. I'm, you said well, I could. I could say, oh shit, I I, I don't want to eat shit. Well, how do you know you haven't it. tried it? Exactly, I'm not on about that. I mean, oh, okay. actual edible foods. Hey, some some people in some corners of the world make vaginal yeast bread. Well, let them. Well, we will. Um, open my fridge, it smells like rotting. And I go, oh, fucking I've got to chuck something out. No, 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 it's just cheese. It's the <laughs> amount of cheese that I have in the fridge. It smells like a dying carcass. We had a caramber. Oh, mate. It went straight in the bin after three days because it, it smelt like someone had died in Yeah, it's it ridiculous. Foul. Um, those videos that people are posting of like, which Simpsons character are you? With like the little oh, thing. Like a oh, like Nobody cares that you're Ned Flanders, you stupid fucking dickhead. <laughs> what does that mean about you? Nothing. And you've got things like, which mental health illness do you have? It's like, they're so fucking offensive. Shut up. Fuck off. Um, and then I've got, um, <laughs> when you're watching a video and the audio is out of sync, Oh. I swear, if hell exists, it is watching a video of something and the audio is just like half a second we had behind. Yeah, 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 that's something. what reminded me of it. And I just could not stand it. Yeah, it it's is unacceptable. absolutely unacceptable. However, last episode, we had a mystery. We did. We had a hate list mystery. We, we did. Well, let me tell you, Lee, that mystery has been solved. You're joking. I'm not joking. So just, just to recap. I couldn't remember. I'd written on my hate list sloppy movie money transfer. And I couldn't remember what I meant by that. We yeah. had a go at sleuthing it. Yeah. But it didn't work. Failed. So um, a listener... We are not got, marbles. We're not. Or Poirot. 
or one of the other ones Columbo. Sherlock Columbo <laughs> oh, wait that's Kojak isn't it I can't remember <laughs> who knows um, a lovely listener got in contact with us and, and explained what I meant by it and I now know what I mean go on when you watch a movie and someone is trying to steal money and they are piling money into a bag and the money's going everywhere. Right. I hate that. And it was Home Alone 2. I was watching it over Christmas. Right, okay. And when Harry and Marv are in the toy store. Yeah, and throwing it everywhere. Oh, it's going everywhere. There's more on the floor in the counter there is in the bag. And if once you notice it, there's so many movies like that. It's like, yeah. look, if I'm risking my freedom to break in somewhere and steal money i'm gonna make sure that most of it gets in the bag i'm not just gonna hoy it i'm not just gonna throw it around <laughs> arbitrarily like flinging notes around be like fuck it Sloppy. that'll do really 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 pisses me off uh good sleuthing impressive yeah impressive good hate full of it Keanu Reeves. I love him. Fucking everywhere, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Easily the most recognisable and unrecognisable person in Hollywood. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. Yeah. Like you'd recognise him in a heartbeat and also walk straight past him. Yep. He'd just sit there eating an ice cream in Baskin Robbins in some random pick town in yeah. America, just like, hey. Yeah, I'm Keanu Reeves, Reeves brother. Yeah. Are you aware of how many Keanu Reeves things are happening this year when you say what do you mean like films TV? Just, just in general oh, so i know the, 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 the new matrix movie so which I'm the matrix 4 i'm very excited about that john wick 4 bloody hell okay those two come out on the same day that is mental that's insane that is so much keanu you've got bill and ted yeah i'm excited about the new bill and ted and He's like a main role in one of the biggest games of the year, Cyberpunk. He plays, it's literally him, like full body cast. Oh, okay. Keanu Reeves, come on, let's go. Keanu Reevesing. Mm. So you're not going to be able to turn around soon without just seeing Keanu Reeves everywhere. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's one. He's an he's an enigmatic kind of guy, Keanu Reeves. Well, it's he? weird, isn't it? Because his early career, he was he was basically Keanu Reeves as played by a piece of wood. Yeah, he's, he's... He was a terrible, terrible actor. I've got two um, f my favourite Keanu Reeves lines in any movie. One is in Dracula, where he says... Um, no, in The Devil's Advocate, yep. he says, It's my job! It's what I do! <laughs> <coughs> and then, I can't remember the other movie he does it in, but he goes, We've gone too far. That's what he says. There's like a moment, and he's really he's, he's, a, he's a, yeah. He's could he be the the third person in our the Babelman acting trifecta? Because Bill Murray and Goldblum are solid, and then we suggested that the third be Ted Danson. Yeah. But could Keanu? Re I mean, maybe he's not quite old enough. No. Or could be he be a whole nother kind of sub triage. He he he's elsewhere. I feel. I don't feel like he's up there with the bloom. Okay, so so Goldblum, Murray, Danson are kind of safe. Danson is an effie. Are you okay? But for now, he's a good placeholder. Yeah. So Keanu is on like a whole nother. He's on a different plane. Okay, because <laughs> it's funny actually because I um. 
I went to see the new Star Wars movie over the Christmas period. That's one incredibly positive thing I did. Um, and as you know, I am, I guess, a secret Star Wars nerd. <laughs> secret. Like, I am a big Star Wars nerd, but yeah. I don't... People perceive me... People, like, friends, and particularly my family, think I'm, like, an uber Star Wars nerd. Yeah. And I want all Star Wars collectibles. And, yeah, yeah I do have a limited edition figurine of Jeg Porkins. What can I say? <laughs> Who, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um... But I went to see the new Star Wars movie and I was super fucking excited about it. Yeah. The sequels, the the, the the first and second sequel, I've kind of been indifferent about. Good things about them, bad things about them. Right. So I went into the third one with a, a level of kind of scepticism. Yeah. Now, Billy D. Williams is in it. Well. Lando Calrissian is back. Listeners, if you don't know anything about Star Wars, the next two minutes are going to be a little bit weird for you, but just bear with. Um, <laughs> I think I think they liked that. I mean, we did a whole fucking porno episode. That's bit. true, actually. I, I forgot. I immediately good. forgot about that. I think we're good. So I did that thing of basically eating all of my popcorn before the trailers had even started because <laughs> I can't stop putting it in my mouth. It's like I'm like Pavlovianly <laughs> conditioned said. to. Yeah, absolutely, more. Um, and I was kind of going into it thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be like the other two. It's going to be kind of meh, and that'll be that. Yeah. And there's been quite mixed reviews about it. Like, a lot of people have slated it. Right. And you get that thing of, once I've seen it, everyone's like, what? Oh, so have you seen it? Yeah, okay, what did you think? I fucking loved it. Oh, really? Like, I loved it. Wow. The last 20 minutes... Now, there is some context, as you know, but I cried for okay. the last 20 minutes of the film. Okay. Like, fully cried. Been a bit of an emotional time anyway, but <laughs> there's a moment... On the end of a press ...which I will not spoil, but there is a moment where there is a shot of the sky and... Some of the characters are in a predicament and they are looking for people to help them. Right. And as soon as that this shot happens, I just welled up, tears rolling down my face, and then for the last 20 minutes, I was just... A mess. A mess. And I think what it was, was the fact that even though I am a Star Wars nerd, and even though I do love Star Wars, right? Hmm. I wouldn't go to a convention. No, no. Like, yeah, I've always wanted to dress up as a Stormtrooper. Who doesn't want a full Stormtrooper <laughs> outfit, right? But it was like that was such a definitive part of my my childhood. Like, my entire childhood was I was obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah. I watched the films like on repeat for about eight years every day I would watch a Star Wars movie I had all the Star Wars toys I had everything and it was kind of like a weird moment where and I guess our, our parents or older people older generations get that when there's this thing that you love hmm. that's kind of done and definitive and they in my opinion did a pretty decent fucking job of it yeah um Nobody else in the cinema was crying, though. 
I was going to ask. I was sat next to a man who every three and a half minutes made this noise. <laughs> so you had me. What the? I don't know. He's obviously clearing his throat. <laughs> You've got three lads the other side of him who keep talking really loudly. Oh, him doing yet. that. Me fucking crying. God. A couple of the people who I was with fully asleep. Just asleep. Oh my god. Um, so it was a mixed kind of experience <laughs> for everyone involved. Sounds like fun. So go and watch the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, you never know what might happen. Or tell me I'm wrong. You might see a grown man cry. You might see a grown man cry or a grown man make a weird <laughs> noise. <laughs> like half man, half. He was a centaur, so maybe that explains it. <laughs> oh, no, like, yeah. The horn gave it away. Absolutely. There we have it. You... I was going to say it's all over, but you're shaking a box. I'm shaking a box at you, Lee, and inadvertently at you, listeners. I hold in my hand a game, a parlour <laughs> game, called Obama Llama 2. What the fuck is that? I'll tell you. I'm... Hang on, pass me the box. Okay, Just you can have the box. box. I'll, take, I'll take this while you get the bits and bobs out. Okay. If I can... This is to play ball. Riveting audio. It is okay. Riveting. Oh, it's stuck. Oh, f- uh, let's do some a- ASSM small. Oh, look. Oh, did rip the fucking thing off. Oh, that was horrible. That was really satisfying. No. I've spilt cards everywhere. Okay, so you, you do that. Right. So, can you find the rhyme in time, it says? Yeah. That's what it is. And it is a picture of Obama riding a llama that has a cocktail. <laughs> and it is also water skiing. <coughs> so, I have... You have my interest. I have some clues. And I've got to try and describe what is written on my card. And by the descri- if I describe it to you, you've got to try and guess what the, the line is. Okay. So... I might say um, a famous Disney um, character is having to help someone who has had um, some kind of injury. Okay. And the answer would be, go on. The Little Mermaid is giving first aid, so it has to rhyme. Right. So I might say... So is that what is actually written down in the thing? Yeah, yeah, but there's, well, there's well, more than one clue on there, and I'm going to read the next one. Well, you've got loads of cards, didn't you? Yeah, it was not the point. I like these ones. Oh, fuck. Well, show me one you don't like, so I can get my head around it. I'm covering it up, listeners. I'm not... <laughs> I'm a stickler for the rules. So it says the little... Uh, given first aid. Right, okay, fine. Right. So I might say to you, a famous hunky actor... Is having to make a difficult decision. The listeners are screaming at you at home. Are they? Yeah, they get it. They know it straight away. Oh, I hope they fucking do. A deliciously hunky actor is having to make a really difficult decision. I mean... Really? I'll give you the answer. Because the more we... Go on, yeah. Channing Tatum has an ultimatum. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> um, an obnoxious conservative politi- political wanker 
can't see because of the weather. Jacob Rees-Mogg lost in the fog. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling with these. I'm trying. Okay. There's... Okay, let me see if I can find an easier one. Um, the former leader of UKIP is wearing army garb. Farage and camouflage? <laughs> yeah! Hey. Ding! <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking hell. An old, <laughs> an old American singer is being naughty with another woman's husband. Say it's something with cheating. What kind of cheating? Diane Keating. It's cheating. <laughs> no, but that is so much better. Um, Cher is having an affair. Uh, I prefer Diane. I mean, her name's Diane Keaton, but I quite like that one. So there's also other cards available to you. So there's different kinds of games. So, I mean, are you sponsored by Obama Lama? <coughs> hopefully, hopefully, Babbleman brought to you by Obama Lama too. Hopefully, <laughs> shill, um, shill, shill. So, what I can do is tell you. So this one is solve it. Yeah. So I might say to you, former number one female Russian tennis player takes a tumble. Uh, Natarataleva fell over. Maria Sharapova fell over. <laughs> um, I might say to you, the original Tomb Raider actress is relocating to Scotland's fourth largest city, famous for its cakes. This one's not very good, to be famous fair. Famous for its cakes? Yeah, man. Uh, original Tomb Raider was what's a grid, bloody Angelina Jolie. Yes. Uh, had a roly-poly? And I think you've misconstrued it, but she's going to Dundee. <laughs> um, a couple more. Fizzy drink. Jolie and Dundee. Yeah, alright. I didn't say they were all winners. Um, fizzy drink with the tagline, what's the worst that can happen? Is healing a person whose limbs are falling off. Limbs are falling off? Yeah. Dr. Pepper. Uh... Oh, the fuck? is healing a leper. Oh my god! Now the last category is um, is the same person in different scenarios. Okay. Okay. So, um, the f a former female British Prime Minister is trying to make sure that her hair doesn't move. Margaret Thatcher's trying to attach a wig. <laughs> Theresa May using hairspray. <laughs> okay, two famous American um, <laughs> killers are doing something like that one shit. Um, Look, the point. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Right. The only reason why I brought this in 
I mean, apart from the fact that I thought it was going to go much better than that, was I think we should make a babblement board game. Okay. Or a babblement parlour game. Yeah, I I don't like board games. <coughs> Fine. Parlour game then. Okay. And what would it consist of? Well, that's what I was hoping we could discuss. <laughs> that was where you come in. So, has to be some kind of hate list feature. Well, you get an extra point for singing the theme tune. So, if you roll a certain number, got to sing the theme tune. Maybe not a parlour game. Maybe babblement drinking game. Drink every time we say something offensive. Oh, you'd be fucking hammered. I can't play it anyway. Drink every time. We swear. You're being very selective. What about for those people that don't drink? Well, you could drink water. Well, the fun don't play it? a fucking drinky game if you don't drink. <laughs> Do something else with your life. <laughs> that could be one of the, the suggestions in the box. <laughs> to be inclusive. If you don't drink, fuck off. Don't I, play I this drinking game. I think we should just game. make the most anti-board game you've ever seen. Well, one of the best ideas I've ever seen was uh, Serial Killer Top Trumps. Well, yes, this is it. Which I think is something that we should absolutely investigate. Well, I did make that. I know you did, that's my point. I just need to finish making that. I feel like this is a bit of a jazz ending. Just a little cigarette. Nice. From now, we don't really have anything planned to say. So we can say anything. Normally when we do that, it goes very badly. Yeah, and the listeners don't end up hearing it. Yeah, it gets cut out, and we just sort of laugh about it at private moments. But I think... Um, well, I, I, there's something I would like to say. Um, we're going to do a, a kind of special episode for you, listeners. Um, unbeknownst to you, Lee, we got a little bit of um, contact from the listeners. And I don't want to explain too much, so I'm going to break it to you on the episode. But... Um, we have a very special episode coming out in a couple of weeks, which uh, you're going to want to listen to, some of you, because you'll hear yourself on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Other people's voices? Are you going to be narrating on their I'm behalf? I'm going to be, I'm going to be narrating on their behalf. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be freewheeling, freeballing, balls out, balls to the floor, wall and floor, door. <laughs> Jazz club. <laughs> the jazzlement. The jazzlement. That's what we are. We are the jazzlement. <laughs> no, we're not the scattlement. Right, yeah, come on, oh, join us for that episode. Fuck off. Now. See you later. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs>